from the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. The apocalypse just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. On most of these apocalypse series, we tell you what plants you can eat in case of an apocalypse and you have to go out to your yard for food. Well, this one is going to explain to you the plants you may be aware of to not eat. Plants that could be toxic usually might have milky white sap, thorns, spines, or fine hairs, or leaves or stems. Pods with bulbs, beans, or seeds. Stems or trunks that have an almond scent. Three-leaf foliage growth. Also be aware of intensely bitter or sappy flavor. Foliage reminiscent of dill, parsley, or carrot. No bat light here. These idiots just show up and hope for the best. Douchebags in a microphone invade your ear holes in. Hey, who took a dump in the cooler? Two douchebags and a microphone. I am the Mark portion of this. And I am Rob Rad. All right, Rob Rad, you ready to do this here podcast? Let's do it. All right. Well, I got a bunch of stuff. I have food wars. I have a. I love food wars. Oh, I do too. We'll start off with that. I have a Mark story, a famous Mark story. And this is about Large Larry and Weasel Dick Wes at the cement plant. So. Okay, I have not heard this one. You know, I I may have told you this because this already happened before you and I met. Um, But, um, no, wait, no, it didn't. No, forget it. I've never told you this. Forget it. It did not. I don't remember any stories about the cement plant. Okay, okay. Um, well, uh, this was, um, my, I was laid off from my union job, um, uh, and I, uh, well, anyhow, you know what, I'll, I'll go into it later. We'll so, anyway, that after yeah. Okay, well, like I said before, I have some food wars here, so, and this is where we pit different foods against each other. Uh, like I told this story before, but anyone that hasn't heard it, it originated, I was walking through Costco, the produce aisle. And I'm like looking at the, you know, the avocados and the grapes. I'm like, man, what if a fucking avocado jumped up and attacked a banana? Who would win? And, you know, my, the way my mind works is like, okay. Well, the avocado. Yeah, yeah. That's the way my mind works. The avocado would, uh, yeah. yeah. So anyhow, we'd already went over this. But, yeah, so I, we would come up with reasons why one fruit or one piece of food would beat the other and this is no different this is the same thing so uh without any further ado we're going into food wars how about Heinz? when you get done with that i got something i have to do okay okay let's get done with food wars okay heinz 57 versus a1 steak sauce both of them are steak sauces so oh I, I think A1 is the ultimate battle. It is. That I, is the ultimate battle. I think A1 because A1 is tangier and a little bit, uh, a little bit darker, a little bit meaner. I think A1 and just sounds meaner. A1 against Heinz 57. I think A1 would. I kick, have to go with A1. A1 would kick the shit out of Heinz 57, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just by the name alone, A1 sounds like it could kick the kick another asshole into Heinz 57. Okay, now, I, I may be wrong about this, but yeah. if I remember right, on the ingredients label of A1, mm-hmm. it mentions raisins. 
you know what, Rob? I think you're right. Anything that has raises in it cannot beat anything else. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I, I could be wrong on this. Um, I think you're right. I know one of the steak sauces, it could be Worcestershire, I don't know. Well, you know what? But one of them sauces has a, have, yeah. Okay, I will and check. If one, I'll give it to you. I know it ain't 57. Okay. Although I like 57, but A1 tops it. Yeah, I'm going with A1 too. I will check into that and I will report back at the next podcast that we do. Well, not if we do another one tonight, but well, whatever one I get to it, I will report on the A1 Heinz 57 Raisin Fiasco. Does that sound good? Well, hey, hey. Yes. We have tomorrow night Thanksgiving special. Oh, okay, then I'll report on it tomorrow night. If you're up for it. I'm up for it. My, my schedule's clear. I'm doing oh, my stuff during the day, brother. Yes, and I have a message uh, to the turkeys uh, a little bit later on. To all the turkeys, all right. I have a message to all them, right. and I will reveal it a little bit later on. So, mayo versus Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip. Yeah, yeah. The tangy. The tangy, the, the kind tangy. of yeah. Okay, I'm I'm not. <laughs> okay, yeah, Miracle Whip is my preference. Me too. But the tangy between the, the two. Yes. That would do it. Yep, I agree. Miracle Whip would beat Mayo's ass. Yeah. This next one is interesting because I'm not sure how to go with it when I wrote it out. Pickles. Versus olives. Oh, shit. Pretty good one, isn't it? Wow. Uh, wait a second. I think that olives... Wait a second. Okay. Green olives or black olives? You can take your pick. I'll let you pick, Rob. No, there's a big difference there. Yes, there is. I'm going to go with green olives. Green olives. Okay. Yes. That changes things. Okay. I think I, think I would have to go with the green olives. Me too. Green olives are just uh, strong. Now, if there's black olives, I would have to reverse my... And, and pickles. Yes, that's why I went with green olives. You're right. Yep. Green olives. Yep. Green that's olives would beat pickles. The pimento. The pimento, yeah. Yes. Yep, I would agree 100%. So far, we are right on. We're spot on with all of these. We are in agreement. All right, this next one is interesting, but I do have a favorite on it, and we can talk it out. Romaine lettuce versus cabbage. I think cabbage. Cabbage, cabbage is heavier and a thicker leaf. And has a core. Right, right, right. Yeah, that core alone could jump on top of romaine lettuce and smash it. As long as as long as it was uncooked cabbage. Okay, I'm going to say they're both wrong. You, yeah, you, yeah, you were saying you were aiming at uncooked. I can tell. Yeah, that's the way I envisioned it. So I'm going to stick with that. But I agree with you. If it was stewed uh, cabbage, stewed cabbage just like lies there limp. Romaine uh, lettuce yeah, could be it. Yeah, yeah. No, it is not stewed cabbage. I imagined it cabbage like if so, they were to pick one out of the yeah. uh, out of the field. That right there is what I imagined. Cabbage happen. Cabbage would win. This next one is interesting because I'm not sure which one's tougher, and uh, you'll see what I mean. Toothpick versus flosser now here's what I think a toothpick, toothpick is a toothpick is tougher but a flosser makes your gums bleed and it's like a so little a toothpick. yeah I guess so but a flosser it's is like if you go with the pointed toothpick if you were a pissant and you ran into a, okay but here's what I'm looking at right here Rob you're sticking if, if you were if, at that point Okay. Um, a flosser is almost like a little piece of piano wire, which could cut something in half. 
a toothpick yeah. is kind of dull. You could poke it and it would hurt, but I think a flosser would actually go through something with enough force. Do you want to say it? No, no. I I'm have to reverse my decision. Flosser. I gotta go with the flosser. You see what I mean? Because at first I thought toothpick, toothpick too, but then I got to think about it. You're talking about almost like a little piece of piano wire that could. You're talking to... about you're talking about dental floss. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. A flosser. Yeah, it could yeah. be. Yeah. Okay. There we go. All right. Flosser. Uh, is it the dental floss or is it like some machine? No. 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 It's a dental floss. Uh, yeah, a okay. flosser machine. I had no, I had no intention of bringing that into it at all. No, just a flosser. Uh, you said flosser. So well, I the reason, you okay. Like a water pick or, okay, uh, the reason I said flosser is because some people have those little, those little Y-looking things with a floss on them too. Yeah. That's yeah. why I just put it like that, a flosser. So it could be. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like a little slingshot. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, whatever, I put it like that just so it'd be generic and you, uh, anyhow. Okay, so the next one, a mousetrap versus a glue trap. I'm going to go with mousetrap. Yeah, mousetrap has a lot of force. Oh, dude. Yeah. (laughs) I've caught my finger a couple times. Ooh, me too. Oh, that fucking hurts. Remember we used to throw mousetraps in people's beds before they went to bed? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, that was funny. We, we'd be like, so would be trash. God, nobody ever threw one in mine. Oh, I was I was the recipient of one before. Oh, my God, they fucking hurt. Oh. Um, anyhow, yeah, it was fun. Well, you were <laughs> you and I was me, so. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we used to, like, uh, take and, you know, put them back real carefully, you know, and, and to where they were set and, like, throw them at people's faces. Oh shit, that was mean. <laughs> Those big rat traps, not the little ones, but the big ones. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I remember one time I went up to Davey with one loaded and fucking smacked him on the nuts. Oh my gosh, he burnt did, the shit out did, of me with a lighter. Did we, did we steal a couple from Jess and Jim's to do shit? Probably so. I oh. think so. <laughs> no, I walked up to Davey, I had it behind my back. And I said, hey, dude, I go, man, is that so-and-so? He turned around and went, snap! And I didn't expect uh, him to actually get his nuts. <laughs> well, this, this is the day before Thanksgiving 2023. I'm yeah. pretty sure they have better pest control than they did back in 85 when we worked there. Yes. But anyhow, David yeah. got me back because he took a, a lighter and burnt the piss out of my arm. <laughs> so, oh, anyway. right on. Oh, I wasn't noticed. He's just back there with it. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, oh. oh, yeah, he got me back good. So, anyhow, and then he tortured me with the mushrooms. Remember those little uh, air glade mushrooms things? He used to act like they're grabbing knives and coming at me. Only he would really jab me with them. Oh, fuck, that hurt. Anyhow. Uh, next one. Green onions versus a garlic clove. Um, hmm. I think I'm going to go with garlic clove just because there's a little bit more mass there. A little heavier. Yeah. No? Go ahead. I'm going to go with the green onion. Okay, why? The green onion would become a bat and knock that garlic clove like a home run. Ooh, they are kind of whippish. Okay. All right. I mean, I mean yeah, they, they'll give when they hit it. You know what? I uh, I reverse. With the spiciness, the spiciness is going to kick in. That's going to be the meanest. It's going to stiffen up, and it's going to make like a bat and knock that garlic clove out of the park. I, um, I, um, I reverse my thought. I reverse my decision. I'm going to go with the green onion. You're right. This next one is interesting. Um, cinnamon versus nutmeg. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to say cinnamon. Hmm. Yeah, because it's spicier. Cinnamon's a little hotter. Hotter. Yeah, a little hotter. It actually make your eyes water yeah. in the right situation. Yeah, yeah. Cinnamon it is. Remember the old 
it back when we were in school with swimming toothpicks and shit. Yeah. Yeah. People would soak them in it and get them as hot as they could. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. They used to just yeah. destroy us. Oh, yep. Yep. Hang on a second. I got to yell at my chihuahua again. Okay, I turned it off. Sorry, I blew your eardrums out, oh, Rob. Oh, you, you should have caught that one out of here. That was probably my okay. the last one. Oh, that last one. I had a lot of fucking passion. Oh, dude, yeah. And I vouched for it. Yeah, you did yell. Yep. And that dog did shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And she hasn't shut up, so you're right. I did not do it with enough force. But you know what? I don't give a shit. You know, you're getting your money's worth. It's free. The podcast is free. Yeah. You're getting your money's worth. Okay. We so, have animals, just like all of you all. Yeah, that's right. So, and I'm not going to kick Cookie out because she's barking. Oh, so. I, my son's goat, you know, like eight, nine month old golden lab is in heat. My mm. seven, eight year old beetle's going nuts, dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> I've been fighting this shit for over a week. I gotta, we gotta keep them separated. Yeah, and the only thing you can do at that point is let her get out of heat, and then you can introduce her back. But man, until then, it's right. Uh, no, no, <laughs> I got my yearly bonus. My yearly bonus today. Uh huh. Little shit, don't get bitched. I ain't doing this. Shit. There you go. Good idea. One time's enough. Good. All right. Next one: ranch versus blue cheese. Dude. I'm going to go with blue cheese. Blue cheese is horrible tasting to me. And it's chunky. Ranch is smooth and to me tastes great. So I'm going to go with blue cheese. I think blue cheese would fucking slice you with a knife if it had a chance. Okay. You're on my battle now. A battle that I have had for years. Okay. Between ranch and blue cheese being my favorite salad dressing. I, I like ranch much better than blue cheese. But you just mentioned a certain fact. Blue cheese is chunky. In this bell, blue cheese has got it. Yes, I would agree. The chunk. Yeah. The chunks would come down like a boulder on top of it. Yes. Now, if you went with blue cheese against a chunk of cheddar, a chunk of cheddar would win because of mass-wise. But since you're talking about ranch, which is basically liquid and just kind of lies there, blue cheese yeah. could jump on top of it and just smash the piss out of it. The only way... Yeah, the chunk. The, the blue cheese chunks. The only way ranch could win... But I love blue... Yeah, no, blue cheese is my favorite anyways. So. Okay, blue cheese won, but the only way ranch could win, but we, I didn't do it like this. Ranch in a cup... And if blue cheese jumped on, ranch in a cup could drown blue cheese, but we're not doing that. We're not putting ranch in a cup. It's just, yeah, it's blue cheese versus ranch. Blue cheese wins. This next one's interesting. Ranch would have the, I don't want to say spiciness, the tanginess. The tanginess, but blue cheese has the bold cheese. It's got the chunks. Yeah, the chunks would definitely destroy the ranch. Okay, the next one is Rotel versus stewed tomatoes. Rotel. Rotel. Rotel has, like, peppers in it and everything. So, Yeah, spices. Spices. So, Rotel would definitely win that. Next one, mutton. And if anyone doesn't realize what mutton is, I know you do, you know. But just in case someone doesn't know what mutton is, mutton is... Lamb, and on, in this case, it would be ground lamb against ground beef. I'm gonna go with lamb because lamb has a little bit more of a gamier taste, a little stronger taste than ground beef. Ground beef to really get it to taste any different, you have to like add onions or hamburger helper, uh, mutton or ground lamb, if you will. Um, has its own distinct, very sharp flavor. So I'm going to go with mutton. Okay, here's where I'm at on this one. Okay. I'm going to take your word for it. Okay. I have not had mutton. Okay. Um, well, but I know wild game. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had 
fresh cow, I've had fresh pig, I've had deer, I've had rabbit, I've had squirrel. I have not had but Okay. Well, take my word for it. Mutton, I can imagine, like you said, the gamey taste. Yes. It's, I'll give you that one. It's in that same realm. It's a different, bolder I'll taste. I'll give you that one. Okay. Then, hamburger, hamburger. Okay. Then we're going to go with mutton. Next one. Yep. This one's interesting, but I think I have a favorite. And I'll let you tell me what you think. That way I don't pollute it. Lo mein versus spaghetti. I'm going with spaghetti, and here's why. Spaghetti's a little bit thicker and a little bit heavier. Lo mein's lighter and thinner. I like spaghetti by... So lo mein is in Chinese. Yes, yeah, it's Chinese spaghetti, if you will, something like that, whatever. So I'm going with spaghetti because of mass only. What do you think? I'm going with lo mein... Okay. Because they're known for putting spicy peppers in. Oh, okay, but I'm not talking about that. When I had this envisioned... You were talking about the can lo mein. Yeah, I'm talking about nothing added. Because spaghetti, I could put meat sauce. I could put anything. I could put I could put peppers in spaghetti. I mean, you know. Yeah. I'm just talking about the product alone by itself. Okay, okay. Well, well, no. On that, in, on that note, mm-hmm. I will reverse my decision and give it to spaghetti. Okay. And, and I'm just doing this exactly how I felt when I wrote it out. I did not imagine anything else being with it just by itself. So that is why well, spaghetti I, took I, it. Well, I did not... I didn't I, know I, your ingredients. No, no, no. I know what you're. Th- I know what you're thinking, but that's not what I envisioned. So, okay. So spaghetti gets in. The oils have the spicy ass peppers. Yes. Okay. Here's one for you, Rob, and I'm gonna let you pick it, cause it's a draw to me. Cheddar versus Swiss cheese, of course. Cheddar. Because it's sharper tasting. And it doesn't have holes in it? No, I'm... <laughs> fuck sharp. I'm going extra sharp cheddar. Okay, extra sharp cheddar As blows away. like Cracker Barrel extra sharp. Yeah, you know I'm what? going ex- Yeah, Swiss comes in one. I had no... I cheddar had, comes in there. Yep. I had no type of a feeling at all. I just put down cheddar. You want to do extra sharp? Extra sharp beats the shit out of Swiss. So there we go. Cheddar, oh, yeah. cheddar wins. And that's what, that's my favorite. Uh, me too. Extra sharp cheddar is fantastic, yep. especially on burgers. Oh my god, it's good. All right, next one: pickle relish versus salsa. And this is the salsa. last one: salsa. I agree. Salsa is spicy. Yep. All right. I so, mean, I mean that that is a good battle. Don't it, get me wrong. Well, it was a good battle, battle, but we Pickle both has a battle there. But both it's of us, me without even talking to you about it, I picked salsa in my head, and you said salsa. Yep. So uh, we're yep. going with salsa. All right, now Rob, yeah, you said. I mean, pickle roll, like I said, pickle relish can win a different battle, just not against salsa. You know what? We can put pickle relish in a holding tank, okay? And we can use pickle relish for a future battle. How's that? Let's bring it up again later. Okay, pickle relish has. Uh, okay, let's each have a save card. So I'm going to save pickle relish for another battle. Now they're on save cards. <laughs> well, I mean, look, I, we both kind of like pickle relish, so I just invented Dude, a save. I save my save card in Harry Ass Battles because I want to get this one over with. Because I got half a million okay. for it. Okay, no more pickle relish. It lost. All right, so. like three battles left in Harry Ass. You know what? Like, you're right. Finish it tomorrow. We'll finish them tomorrow. Okay, no more pickle relish. Tonight, right. we will finish this. The hairy oh, yeah, asshole yeah. Olympics battle. So, and then I need to start going through everything so we can start pitting older one, older winners against newer ones, and all that. So we'll figure that out later. Uh, 
Okay, Rob, at the very yeah, first... We'll talk about that out there. Okay, at the very first of the program, you said you had something you wanted to say. So before we go to break and I come back with my uh, Weasel Dick uh, Wes and Large Larry story, let's hear what you had to say. Uh, uh, okay. Well, I ran across something at a store today. Okay. We've been talking about Yenling beer. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned how here at the Lazar, Lake of the Ozarks, we could only get it in traditional or light. That was most of Missouri, because yeah. um, uh, well, two or three weeks ago... I'm holding in my hand. What are you holding in your hand, Rob? The one we've been talking about the Hershey's? Yenling Hershey's chocolate. Okay. Um, about three weeks ago. They came out with them. Um, they did everywhere. Three weeks ago, right. Yenling made us a full service uh, state. And that means uh, that I mean, all, their, today. all their beers are available to us now. To anywhere that well, they... I'm, I'm going to hope. My AirPod picks this up, me opening this thing. Okay, go ahead. This is my first taste on air. He's going to do I a review. I have not one yet. He is doing a review. This is right my now. taste test. All right. Oh, uh, you probably didn't hear it. No, that. I did hear it. We did hear it. Oh, you did. I, I we did. Know. My microphone picks up everything you do better than I hear it. Because I don't wear my headphones in here. Because I have too many right. other things going on, I can't really say. Right. But right. It picked it up, I guarantee right. you. Here we go. Let's see what she tastes like. I've waited so long. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. Oh my God! <laughs> okay. If you okay, I love it. I love it. I'll have to go get it now. I am a chocolate lover, and I'm a beer lover. And they blended together well, I guess. Yes. But I honestly think they could add just a. Just a tad bit more chocolate. I know why they don't. Because I'll bet you most beer drinkers don't want more chocolate in it. Right. But no, dude. Oh, oh it's, I love it. Good. I will have to go get some now. Let me finish this one and I'll let you know whether I'm ripped or not. Okay, sounds good. All right. Um, how about if we come back back... Uh, if I could talk. How about if we come back here in a couple of minutes with my Large Larry and Weasel Dick Wes story. That sound okay? Sounds good, brother. All right. We will be right back here in a couple of minutes. You need protection from fucktards. You have people coming and fucking with you constantly. You need answers. You need solutions. Smack, Smack in the, the nuts. nuts. That's right. Smacking the nuts is what you need. Smacking the nuts, get rid of said losers in no time flat. Smacking the nuts. Available everywhere wherever you buy self-defense items. Here are just a few testimonials from some satisfied customers. Stupid fuck come to me. He talks stupid. He no let me go. Smell like sack of shit. He spit talk all over. I remember smacking balls. I use shit sack. Shit sack lie on ground. I walk off. Thank you, smacking the balls. You saved me from smelly, smelly spit. Well, I had this stupid son of a bitch come around me. Uh, he would not shut his fucking yapper for nothing. He gets up on me and he talks all stupid. And I didn't know what to do. I could not shake this motherfucker like a booger. Then I remember smacking the nuts. I pulled out old smacking the nuts. Motherfucker went down like a sack of fucking potatoes. Thank you, smacking the nuts. You saved me once again from stupid motherfuckers. Smacking the nuts. Don't leave home without it. 
When taking a shower, remember to scrub your asshole with soapy water. Because nobody likes a stinky asshole. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. How does a butterfly take a dump? It never stops long enough. Maybe it just shits while lofting. Maybe it shits real quick while chewing flowers. Hmm. I may never know. Two douchebags and a microphone. I am Mark. And I am Rob. All right. Well, as promised earlier, I have my Large Larry and Weasel Dick West story. Okay. Many years ago, when I attempted college briefly, I uh, went to some broadcast uh, um, classes and a couple other ones that they made me take to do that. And um, anyhow, I, it wasn't very long, and I went back to my uh, union trade school job, and um, and I pretty much forgot all about that and moved on. But when I was doing this, uh, these college courses and trying to get introduced to what I thought I was going to do in life, um, I had to work at the cement plant. Okay. Right. Um. So um, I was at the cement plant. And, and, and uh, anyhow, it was just a grunt job. Most grunts there, like me, had a conveyor line of about 70-pound sacks of cement we had to stack on pallets. And also, we had to shovel up the spilled cement on the floor for bagging it up to reuse it. Mike, this really funny guy that I work with, he used to piss on the cement. And then, uh, so when he pissed on the cement, uh, it would harden. And then all we had to do was, <laughs> it was funny. He d One day we're there and he goes, man, I'm getting tired of fucking sweeping this shit up. So he started pissing on it. I'm like, why the fuck you do that? He goes, watch. It hardened up. And then all we had to do is take a shovel, scrape it up and throw it in the trash. And we didn't have to uh, rebag it or nothing. So it worked out great. So, uh, it's like kitty litter at that yeah, point. Yeah, we had this large rolling dumpster and we threw it in there. And the bosses, they used to come in and complain all the time about the horrible odor in the plant. But we used to blame it on chemicals, and they would be like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm always, and I'm always sitting there thinking, no way, man, it smells like fucking piss. But we tell them, man, you know, there's so many chemicals that we use in here, dude. That's what you smell, and you're like, oh, okay. So, you know, they look a little confused, like thinking, oh, I guess they smell like piss chemical. I don't know. And they go on, and they'd leave us alone. So Mike would continually piss all over the floor. <laughs> and we would continually take and fucking scrape it up with a shovel. So, um, it, uh, anyhow, so the bosses pretty much believed it was chemicals, and they left us alone. There weren't any cameras in the building. This was, um, we were in our own separate room, and this was in the early 90s. So we had this huge asshole prick foreman, aptly named by us, Weasel Dick Wes. His name was Wesley. But we used to call him Weasel Dick Wes because he's a dick and he is a weasel and his name was Wes. So he was Weasel Dick Wes. And, um, of course, we didn't say that to his face because he's a real fucking prick. And he he, he had just like a, a short a short fuse. He would start screaming and threatening to fire you. So, you know. So a couple of times a week, he would challenge and mock us. There's this uh, big I-beam that was suspended in air that you get through um, through a ladder from the upstairs. You'd have to go upstairs and take this ladder down to the I-beam. It was suspended in air by a steel cables. This beam was solely used to pick up large machinery. It was a counterweight, right? So you could put like cables on it and pick up machinery and move it around with this thing. So, yeah. uh, Mike and I were in the break room just before our shift and the said prick foreman introduced us to a new employee that would be uh, working with us in the pallet room. Um, he liked to be called Large Larry, and he was. He was a six foot three, very muscular African American gentleman. 
We were on his, on his third day of work in the pallet room when Weasel Dick West did his ritualistic challenge to all of us grunts. He would get up yeah. on the I-beam and challenge any of us sissies to knock him off of the I-beam. And so, you know, yeah, we couldn't do I, it because... I think the sumo wrestler. <laughs> so... Biggest uh, dude uh, Well, anyhow... You know, of That's course, what I would do. Okay, of course we all needed our jobs, right? And he knew this so he could get away with it. Until Large Larry, he, he, uh, you know, he let this happen three times. When he nudged me, he said, just wait until the next time. I'm like, hmm, okay, I wonder what the fuck he's going to do. Sure enough, three days later, Weasel Dick Wes was strolling across the I-beam to center himself so he could once again belittle us. I noticed that Large Larry promptly disappeared when Weasel Dick West was doing his stroll to the center. Just as soon as Weasel Dick West was centered and began to chastise us, I see Large Larry tearing across the I-beam. He, dree- he drills Weasel Dick West right in the nose. Weasel Dick, <laughs> Weasel Dick West fell seven feet down with an apparent broken nose. He also appeared to be hurting quite extensively from the fall. No one helped him up, and Large Larry and Mike and I went back to work. The big boss, the superintendent, walked in hearing the screams of agony. He appeared to act like it didn't surprise him. He walked over, winked at us, and he said, let me guess, he fell? We all said, yeah, he fell. Nobody touched Weasel Dick West. The plant super, who I believe was named James, said, okay, guess I'll call an ambulance. (laughs) You guys gonna be okay? With, you guys gonna be okay without Wes? We all exclaim, "Yes, we'll be okay without him. No problem." <laughs> so, nothing ever happened to Large Larry. Weasel Dick Wes has absolutely no proof and really didn't seem to push the issue. Would think out of fear. I quit to go back to my skilled trade job. I was called back for a couple of month uh, after a couple of month layoff. Large Larry was still there, and I heard he eventually took Weasel Dick Wes's job. And I believe the reason Weasel Dick West didn't say anything is because I do believe that probably Large Larry said something to the effect of, I've been in jail before and I will go back. And if you fucking rat me out, I will make sure I go to jail. So Weasel Dick West, being as prickish as he was, did not turn in Large Larry because he didn't want to get fucking murdered. And that was the end. That was the end of Weasel Dick's reign. Weasel Dick West never. I wasn't there anymore. But Mike told me, and uh, and I guess uh, Large Larry took his job eventually. But after that, Weasel Dick West never got on that fucking uh, I beam ever again, and never dared any sissy to knock him off. So that is my Large Larry. Weasel Dick West story, and it was pretty funny if you were there, because people got tired of that bitch getting up there and fucking pouting out his chest, and he knew everybody needed their job, they needed money, so he, you know, he could get away with it, you know, and he was like, he, 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 watch this, until Large Larry got there. Large Larry wasn't having it, and Large Larry knocked the fuck out of him. And Weasel Dick West did nothing about it because he couldn't. Because he knew Large Larry would come back and probably fucking murder him next. Uh, you know. I'm going to check, Rob. Okay. I'm going to look and make sure. No, I'm joking. Go ahead. Oh, uh, what's it, Alice? <laughs> I'm joking around. Go ahead. Uh, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, I don't have a problem with... Yeah, I mean... You are who you are. It, yeah. It wasn't. He ended up liking us. You guys are cool. (laughs) Sometimes, you know what, sometimes that's all it takes to just get there. He was the one that first judgment. We are in Camden, Missouri. Uh, Yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, I I get it. I I get it. Yes. Well, I'm glad everything turned out well. That's good. Um, but he hadn't seen the population down there. What do you mean? Population's mixed. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's like... Yeah, a, I mean, no, we, 
Look, I mean, we're enough down yeah, the road no, here in America. Black, white, Hispanic. We got just like the city does. Okay, cool. Good. Well, yeah. there's a lot of diversity there. There's diversity everywhere. Asian. Now. We're so far removed. We have Asian. Cool. Good. All right. Um, do you know, have you ever heard how come a bread, uh, bread they say, to never turn upside down on the table? Do you know why uh, certain traditions forebode it? No, but I know it ruined the top. Well, yeah, that yeah, that too, but there yeah, is there, there are superstitions uh, like Italians. Uh, um, I think some Spanish traditions, maybe even Greeks. I'm not I for sure. I can't remember. Going. I see where you're going. Yeah, it's superstition. You don't turn bread upside down. It's horrible luck, bad juju, whatever you want to call it. Like, okay. like turn your hat upside down. Yeah, something like that, right? Yeah. Okay. Bread is a food that has marked the history of man since the discovery of, uh, you know what, I'm just not going to, okay, this, hang on, sorry, let me start this out, um, you know what, I don't like this article at all, so, let me go ahead and just jump down the road here, okay, in, okay, in a lot of cultures, it's very disrespectful to be putting bread upside down on the table according to tradition. The bread upside down is the bearer of great misfortune and contempt. It is a sort of disrespect for other diners. Bread cannot be placed upside down but is also forbidden to give it upside down to someone else. But where does this superstition come from? There are two answers, one related to religion and the other to history. The religious thing is easy to understand. Bread is the body of Christ, and the body of Christ cannot be offered upside down. It is real blasphemy. The historical route takes us directly to medieval France. Among the most fascinating rules of this unwritten code is that the upside down bread is so-called executioner's bread, which I've heard that term before. The story begins in the mid-15th century in France, thanks to Charles VII, the victorious king. A sovereign who was implemented in a very tough internal policy. The death penalty was very popular among the laws of the monarch. At the time, the king carried out a very important executioner or recruitment campaign. So ordinary people suddenly found themselves with an axe in their hands and the contempt of the uh, Parisians. This hatred was shown by bakers who prepared very low quality bread for the executioners to save his labor. Charles VII issued a decree which essentially invited the bakers to treat all the customers in the same way and if they had not accepted the executioner as a normal customer they would have to become customers of the executioner therefore the upside down bread was never ever served again because they would be executed. So that is the story, and I'm sorry about that article about all the weird turns that it took at first. I should have read the first page, but I did not. So, anyhow. Dude, I'm telling you, when you're reading these stories, they throw all kinds of shit in. No, I know, and I was trying to perforate it today, but I just did not have enough time. I was like, you know what, I'll just do it on air, and anyhow, you know what, we got through it, so who cares, it's fine. Um, yeah, trust me, I had a busy day myself. Yeah, the day has been extremely uh, busy. It was 7 to 12 30, and then we went to lunch. Uh, the company bought us lunch. Cool. Yeah, What'd you have for lunch? Now. What'd you have for lunch? And uh, we got a yearly bonus. So, yeah, my day's been busy. Cool. What'd you have for lunch? Actually, I got a club sandwich and french fries. Okay, cool. That sounds good. Uh, well, what we did was we went to RJ's Family Restaurant here in Campton. I know where that's at. Okay. RJ? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yep. That's far down the street from me. Literally. No shit. Wow, okay. I, cool. I, I can walk to RJ's in about 12 minutes. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty good. I've that's eaten there right. before. I, I city walk like I used to. Everybody down here tells me, dude, you are a fast walker. Okay, cool. I grew up walking past your mall. 
Oh but yeah. Have to walk fast or you miss something. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I I would agree. I would agree. Um, well, I'm still a fast walker today. Cool. You know? Very cool. Um, I've got an interesting story here about Tony Iommi. You want to hear it? Oh, definitely about Tony. Uh, absolutely. Tony Iommi recently revealed that he came up with the very famous Paranoid Rift when the record company informed the band that they needed one more song to complete the album. Sabbath had met with the record company and was informed the album could not be released until they had one more song. They did not have another song yet. Iomi just started playing that famous riff, and the band uh, wrote probably their, their, their most iconic signature song right there on the spot. Inter- yeah, yep. Interesting awesome. enough, the album that took them the longest to produce, they consider trash, and that is the Never Say Die album, and that took them over a year to do. Yeah. So, Sabbath is one of those bands like Purple. Deep Purple did the same thing with their famous um, what what was it in rock or whatever? Their one famous album that had Highway Star, Smoke on the Water. Uh, um, oh yeah. Uh, 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 damn, I can't think of the name. I got actually. I'm gonna be looking for that album for my wall. Cool. That is an iconic I album. That one. That's one of the best ones ever. That album is just so good. Oh, it's so yeah. solid. Yeah, yeah. I got to find that one. And I have a lead on who to go talk to. Um, that album? You can actually just find it online. Oh, no. I want original. Well, they do, they are originals online. But okay, if, you got, well. if you got someone you can go to, go to them. Because they need the yeah. business more than anyone online does. A brick and mortar yeah, store. somebody local. Cool. See, it, down here, you try to deal local mm-hmm. the best you can. You got to support support your neighbor, you know? No, that's why I said what I did. I said, you know, go to them. Go to the yeah. brick-and-mortar store. Support them. Um, actually, it's a bad idea to go online. If you have someone down there, go to them. So, And also, you get it well, that day. But if, but if I can, I will. I will go around. If, I want that album. Okay, if they don't have it. If they don't have it at that store, and they don't think they can get it, go online. There are like a, a ton of different um, record stores online that you can get them at. Oh, I know. You can actually get them up here, too. You can even have them ordered still at 7th Heaven. Do you know that? 7th Heaven that's, is still that's around. That's what I was going to ask. Is 7th Heaven even still open? It's still open, and you can order CDs, imported ones, or, or old ones. Oh, no, or I want issue. vinyl. I want vinyl. Okay, and there's other record stores up in the Crossroads District and in Midtown that you can go to and actually buy the original one. So I got to come up there. There's one in Eureka Springs. If I go back there next year and you don't have it yet, they've had three of them the last time I was there in October. Oh, by the way, I yeah. have my dates when I'm on vacation. We'll talk about that when we get off here. Okay, we'll figure that out. Sounds good. All right. Um, Won't won't we take us a little break and come back and we have more shit to throw at you? Sound good, Rob? Hey, we're going over an hour right. Cool. No, we're not in an hour yet. 47 minutes. That's what I'm saying. We're going over an hour. Oh, we can go over an hour. Hell yeah. All right. We'll be right back. Let's do it. We will be right back. Next up, things overheard in hell. The brand new Kale Cola started selling nationwide yesterday. As pleasant as 50 grit sandpaper to your inner thighs. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. May, your five-year-old neighbor have all their violin lessons during all of your hangovers. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. May, your 
grandmother always intrude your thoughts at the last minute while you are masturbating. Two douchebags and a microphone says, You ever dream about eating chocolate pudding and wake up with a spoon in your ass? Just asking. The apocalypse just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. Garlic mustard could and should be a go-to food during an apocalypse. Garlic mustard is plentiful everywhere. It is actually an invasive weed, but it can be very delicious and easily taken from about any pasture. Garlic mustard can be stewed or even pan fried for delicious taste. It can also be added to other ingredients, whether it's a salad or any other type of food to enhance it. Garlic mustard should be a go-to staple during the apocalypse. Okay, two douchebags and microphone. I'm the Mark portion of this. And I'm Rob. And I'm telling you, I'm really liking this Yingling Hershey's chocolate portier. Cool. Okay, it's Porter. I'm calling it portier because it's fancy <laughs> to me. Portier. But yeah. I'm loving it, dude. I'm okay, so it. it's a porter. It could use a little more chocolate, but it, it's good. All right. Well, you know what? I'm going to give it a try. I believe we have it right down the road. I believe I saw it uh, right down the road. I just, I just popped my second one. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm loving the flavor. All right. Um, Rob, do you have something you want to go into? And, and if not, yeah, yeah, okay. go ahead. Let me get my phone back to work. Let me get, here we go. Okay. Filed by North Carolina Congressman Chuck Edwards to stop pot act. What that? Withhold federal funding from states and tribes that have legalized recreational marijuana. The, me the measure is filed with just one sponsor. Since being filed, the measure has garnered three additional sponsors, bringing the total of five. By comparison, a measure to fully dec decriminalize marijuana and remove it as a controlled substance has 69 sponsors. Mm-hmm. In the U.S. Senate, a federal marijuana banking bill is sponsored by 34% of the entire Senate. Wow. Cool. I mean, no, they brought this bill to try to fight marijuana. Uh-huh. There's a couple more per longer paragraphs. Anyway, I'm going to break it down. Okay. Um, yeah, there, there's a few representatives that want to deep that want to keep marijuana as a criminal offense. Mm-hmm. And this story goes into how it goes into law enforcement. Uh huh. Instead, well, from any of the law enforcement I've talked to around here. Uh-huh. They like the idea. Of decriminalizing That's, it? Yeah, because it clogs up the court system. And and the thing is... Yeah, it clogs up the court system. It, it gives, you know, it gives our police one less thing to worry about. Exactly. When it's something that... I mean, come on. Look, I, we have too many real, real crimes going on. Marijuana is an herb that is naturally grown. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I mean, the I mean, thing... I can see it. The thing but, is, is no one smoking marijuana is bothering me. I have no reason to have them wanted arrested. Now, someone stealing something 
or doing armed criminal action or murders or anything you can think of like that violent crimes they need to be in jail not the guy having a puff of fucking marijuana down the road and then not to mention that he gets a criminal record over this so then let's say he's like uh, he turns 18 all right little joey down the street is 18 all right he's in a parking lot with a couple of buddies puffing on a joint cops catch him they run him into jail little joey pays his way out of it but little joey then thinks it's over but it's not little joey goes to get a job at honeywell and so does his friend ricky ricky gets the job because ricky don't have that puff of marijuana on his fucking record but joey does not get the job because he has that bullshit fucking marijuana on his record so therefore it is a bullshit crime that they should not be worried about and they should be more worried about the people out there really doing crimes it clogs well, up see, the system what they're doing is they're starting to break that down mm-hmm. unfortunately you still have to worry about marijuana on uh, on the job injuries you know what I mean? Well, yeah, Over and that, time. okay, Rob, that takes care of itself, because I've been doing construction a long time, especially out it's, there in the field. It's legal now. Okay, but, but if you... The insurance company don't let me go through. No, if you get injured on the job, the first thing you do is they make you go piss. You go piss, and if you turn up dirty, number one, you're fired, number two, you're not covered. So that takes care of itself. So if you want to do pot and go to a job site and get hurt, then you're fucked. Okay. So okay. you you have that's up to you though. You get to weigh the scale out. It may be legal, yeah, but if you even, want to take that chance, it's legal now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. I agree with you. So that, but that's up to you. Uh, so you don't get a bullshit charge, but if you do get fired and you get your medical claim denied, then okay, you knew the risks. So. Um, I wanted to do a warning to turkeys. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving Day. Okay? Oh, and we know a lot a lot a lot of turkeys a lot of turkeys are gonna get murdered and they're gonna get thrown on plates and people eating them. So everybody, I studied advanced turkey gobbling in in uh, school. And I know how to warn these turkeys. So everybody, if you will turn up your Bluetooth and put it outside so the turkeys can hear this, I would like to warn the turkeys right now. Okay, are you ready, Rob? Let's do it. Okay. Gobble. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble, gobble. 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 Gobble, 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 gobble. Okay, turkeys, I I warned you. I I warned you guys. So there you go. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. You're welcome. They need it. I know. I know. Someone has to warn them. And then, I'll, also... I'm eating ham tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I don't like turkey. Look, I don't like gonna, turkey at well. Okay, for those who don't know, this is Wednesday night. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Yes, but you'll probably hear this Friday. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. and we will be recording tomorrow night. Yes. Right? And we will let you know it's the right. Thanksgiving special. On another hand, did you know that uh, Joe Biden dressed uh, Hunter Biden up in a turkey costume? Did you know that? Please do not tell me that. I do not want to hear this. You know why? Who's going to pardon him? I do not want to hear this. It's a joke. He was going to pardon him. You know how he pardons turkeys every year? Yeah. Gotcha. <sighs> Okay. All right. I got another one. I was at Trader Joe's earlier, right? And we're getting some uh, a couple of gifts for my friend that's in the hospital. And that's why I was a little bit late getting this podcast. But I yeah, saw, yeah. I, you told me you were seeing somebody in the hospital. Okay. Um, I saw Macintosh apples. 
Isn't that redundant? Yeah. Yeah, Macintosh apples. That's like an apple apple. That's two different, yeah. Yeah, Macintosh is apple, right? Apple apple. Apple apple. Apple apples. Why do they call them apple apples? Is that like pizza pizza? Just wondering, asking for a friend, carry on. Hey. I'm just just glad, I'm just glad that I warned the turkeys. Now, we might have saved a couple of turkeys' life, Rob. We might have done that. Well, now. Don't you feel good inside? Are we close to the end? Yeah, we're getting up right on on the hour. You got something you want to say? Yeah, I have a word driving tip. Well, we're we're going to we're going to do another we're going to do more, but I'm going to cut this podcast off because we don't want to go over an hour because that's the way that I've been taught to do the podcast. You see what I mean? Oh, we're doing more tonight. I thought you said you wanted to go over an hour. Oh, yeah, well, we can go as long as we want to tonight. Um, you know what? I just want to do two. I just don't want to do two episodes. Oh, okay, okay. I got what you're saying. I misunderstood what you were saying. I thought you made yeah. want to do two episodes. Okay, no, no, no. Go ahead. Say what you want to say. I'm here. I'm fine. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> no, I have a winter driving tip for everybody. Okay. If your car falls through the ice and water deeper than 50 foot, remember to slowly exhale while ascending to avoid getting the bends. Hmm. Also, look for walleyes. If possible, note their depth and what they're feeding on. Yes, I do. It took me a second, but I got it. I hope everybody (laughs) else out there got it, too. (laughs) Well, if you have your own right there, you get that right off the bat. Uh, I think think once it's sunk in, I think probably most people would get that. (laughs) But uh, um, anyhow, um, one more little note. Did you know that stuffing finally got upended uh, for the favorite side dish for Thanksgiving? What? The new favorite I'll side dish. The new favorite side dish for uh, Thanksgiving is mashed potatoes. It upended stuffing for 2023. I got it. Stuffing had been. I got it all. I went and bought everything yesterday. Oh, all right. Um, today. So who all, who, who all are you going to have uh, um, over your son? I mean, your son's all uh, right there. Well, my, yeah, my son lives with me. Okay. It's going to be my son and his girlfriend. Okay. My daughter and hopefully her new boyfriend. I have not met cool. yet. Cool. But he sounds cool. Cool. Um, my grandson, of course. Cool. And my ex. Cool. That sounds great. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's better than what I think. Uh, it's better than going to be my Christmas. What's going to be your Christmas? Uh, well, my son's new girlfriend bought him and her tickets to the Chiefs Raiders games Christmas Day. Uh huh. So they're going up Christmas Eve. Going to be in Kansas City Christmas Day. Yeah, so he ain't going to be home for Christmas. Um, wow. But, but I'll tell you what. What? Honestly, since I have been to three Chiefs games my whole life mm-hmm. with my dad, that's the only Chiefs games I've ever been to was with my dad, and he passed away in 99. Oh, uh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, 
I've been. Um, I used to work with a guy I that had. Love, I would love to be there for him. I get it. But I'm just so happy because he is a cheese fan. He he's right there with his brother. Good. He's Good. with the cheese kingdom. Good. And I'm just glad he gets to go to his first game for Christmas. Good. On good, good, good. Christmas Day. Good. Against the Raiders. The, Oakland, or, no, yeah, the Las Vegas. Whatever the fuck they are now. Okay. <laughs> Raiders. Okay. They, they change towns every other year, so. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, that's because the, that's because they got tired of getting the cops getting on to them, so they had to keep moving yeah, towns. Yeah, Los Angeles, Oakland, and oh no, now they're in Vegas. That's yes, right. yeah. Well, they bounced around between Los Angeles oh, and, and Oakland three or four or five now. times. Yeah, they're in a completely different <laughs> state. Um, so yeah, there you go. Um, coming up tomorrow. Exhibition. Yes. <laughs> oh, coming up tomorrow, Rob. Um, we have uh, the gift trends of 2023. We have ancient superstitions and how they came about, and uh, some goodies that you came up with too. So um, the special Thanksgiving yeah, yeah, episode. I, I got an American songwriter. Aha. Uh-huh. A classic rock slash metal bands. And line for all the fame that have not made it there yet. Cool. Cool. Oh, I know who some of them are. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, cool. Uh, one of them, I'm trying to figure out how the hell they made up that was. The Rock, and Roll, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has never made any sense at all. And they never will. There are bands That's that have been admitted. Okay. okay. Anyway, All right. Well, everybody. We'll, we'll cover that tomorrow night. All right, everybody. Have a good night, and we will see you next time. Bye. Good night, everybody. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, I'm glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.